Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news, first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Pilares. And the San Francisco 49ers secured their first win of the season, 30-7 against the Steelers on Sunday. Lindsay, can you set the scene for what it was like in Pittsburgh for the season opener? This is a game that I've had circled on the calendar, not just because it was the season opener, but because the Pittsburgh Steelers have a historic franchise. And I was looking forward to seeing the terrible towels and then the renegade performance and the atmosphere, all the vibes were good. It was a very energetic crowd. And as always, and I hope this is just the tone for the rest of the season, so much red in the stands. So it had all the makings of a really good season opener. And we heard it all last week from coaches and players and our podcast guest, Matt Mayoko, that this was going to be a hard-fought game and playing on the road was going to be a challenge. So Were you surprised when you saw how big of a margin the 49ers were ahead by, especially in the first half? I mean, there was a point late in the second quarter where the Steelers just had one yard of offense compared to the 49ers, almost 200 yards. Tracking the total yardage towards the end of that first half just started being a thing on Twitter. And I was tracking it myself and just seeing that number go up and up and While I'm not surprised by the performance of the 49ers, I I didn't know if I expected this type of margin. However, I do think given the big plays that the team started out with, particularly on that very opening drive, a quick three and out by the 49ers defense, I really do think that set the tone for everything that happened afterwards. So I think the story started telling itself after, you know, one more three and out, one more three and out. And I think it ended up being five straight three and outs by the 49ers defense. And then the offense just kind of fed off the energy. So it was a lot of just good things happening at once. And then you get that margin and it makes a lot more sense. The whole team was talking about how they wanted to come out hot this season and really get off on the right foot. So how did this game set the tone for perhaps the rest of the season? Yeah, I think there's been a lot of talk about the sluggish start that the 49ers have had the past couple seasons. So 2021 and 2022. So it has been a really big point of emphasis. And I do think that's on everybody's minds, including the teams. So it's kind of like what I said, you get that first three and out and that's ultimately what you want. You want that big hot start and then Just one play starts falling into place and one after the other after the other. And then you get just a completely strong performance from start to finish. And I think this is exactly what the 49ers were looking for in week one. And it really does give you energy and juice to come back in week two, especially against an NFC West opponent, against a team that the 49ers have had their number in the regular season for the past two seasons. So again, it's just building up to a lot of really great things happening. All right, so defensive lineman Nick Bosa was the news of the week ahead of game day. And there were some points where we didn't know exactly how much he would play in the season opener, given the fact that he wasn't with the team all throughout training camp. So in hindsight now, how much of a hand did he have in this game and how did he elevate the 49ers defense? Yeah, so... I know on the stat sheet, no sack, probably not what he was hoping in his first game back, but I think having Nick Bosa back 
boost the morale, not only of that defensive line, not only of the defensive unit, but the entire team. This is the reigning defensive player of the year. And everyone wanted him back in that locker room. And like you said, no one knew exactly when or how it was going to happen. But I think in everybody's minds, it was a when, not an if. Uh, so just having him back there with the team, and he did end up playing about 35 snaps, was just a really good morale boost for the team. And I think having him really just propelled the rest of the defensive line, that defensive front came away with five sacks. Three came from second-year defensive lineman Drake Jackson. That matches the amount of total sacks he had in his rookie season. So obviously a really great night for him. And then you see Javon Hargrave, a player that the 49ers added in free agency. He gets his first sack in a red and gold uniform. And then Kerry Hyder Jr. rounded out that five-sack performance by the defensive line. Yeah, I was just about to ask, speaking of the defensive line, what did you think of the 49ers fully completed and revamped D-line in this game? There was a huge point of emphasis on that group throughout the offseason. Yeah, so I don't want to get too ahead of myself because there are 16 more regular season games to go, but I will say it was a promising first performance and not too shocking either. One big conversation of training camp in the preseason has been the improvement of Drake Jackson and visibly you saw that because he had a muscle and he's looking just as athletic as he has, you know, really since his rookie season, but you got to see him apply that in a live action game. Again, really encouraging for him. And obviously Javon Hargrave is someone that everyone saw how well he did in 2022 with the Philadelphia Eagles. So now you see him in a San Francisco 49ers uniform, obviously very exciting. And then you add the defensive player of the year, and it just feels like a recipe for success. Obviously, it still has to materialize in 16 more games, but you have to feel good about it. Yeah, it was great seeing that kick down stack celebration from Javon, but in a red and gold uniform this time. Now, Nick Bosa said after the game that his quarterback, Brock Purdy, is exactly who we thought he was talk to me about Purdy's first full game back from injury and what stood out to you I think he looked like he didn't skip a beat it's amazing to me that he suffered a season ending right elbow injury went through offseason surgery was able to come back in time for training camp and really it's as if none of that happened we saw a glimpse of it in the second and third preseason game he had tremendous poise which is what people always talk about with brock purdy good command of the huddle but he's accurate he moved the ball down the field well he had a really a favorite target in this one and that was brandon Ayuk. but he just looks like he settled right into the role that he was pushed into at the end of last season just due to injuries to the other 49ers quarterbacks. So it's a really promising start for the offense as well. And I think, you know, the players were definitely careful to say we have 16 more games, but this is the way you want to start week one and put it all out there. And now it's just about keeping it rolling. Yeah, what was great to see in this game was it was a full team effort. Brock Purdy was on point, but it wasn't just him out there. Every guy around him was dialed in. One of the biggest plays of the day came from Christian McCaffrey's 65-yard run. And in his press conference, he mentioned that the run game is an 11-man job. So what's the chemistry and teamwork like on the 49ers offense? Yeah, I mean, I think it's exactly what he said. In order to establish a good run game, you've got to have really strong play for your offensive line. And I think one 
important component to the 49ers run game is making sure that your wideouts are committed to their blocking assignments as well. And you talk about that 65-yard rushing touchdown by CMC. That was made possible by two key blocks from both Brandon Ayuk and Ray Ray McLeod. So kind of easy to forget about that when you've got such a long, impressive run by, you know, your best running back. To see those two guys, especially downfield, toss defenders to the side, you just know that this is an offense that is working for each other. And now you're seeing it translate into putting points on the board, which is, it means everything's in sync. Yeah, one of the team's biggest stars in training camp was wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. It looked like he could catch just about anything. How did his performance translate into the regular season? I mean... It's pretty clear you cannot cover this guy. Just two amazing touchdown catches. Uh, He got himself open in the back of the end zone for that first one. And then the second, he had a defender all over him, was still able to make that grab in the right front corner of the end zone. I mean, he said he wanted to go off this season. He practiced like he wanted to. And now you got to see it in a live game. So I think plenty more to come from Brandon Ayuk in 2023. And on another note, the team had a bit of a kicker scare in the final preseason game, but it looks like things got sorted out just before the start of the season. How did the rookie kicker Jake Moody look in his regular season NFL debut? I think that just goes to show that when it counts, Moody is in fact money. He went three for three on field goal attempts and sailed those three extra point attempts right through the uprights. He's looking like he's back from that right quad strain. So thankfully nothing to worry about there. And you know, he's young, it's going to be a settling in process, but to come out and do that in your first NFL regular season game definitely gives you a confidence boost and one that he's going to need for the rest of the season. All right. Well, that will do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me on this episode. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. 